Welcome everyone. We are about to begin the Ezez Hashem Shalombayas Shir number forty-four. Email address Shalombayas seven 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 at gmail.com. There's a concept called being Mishtatip Bitzar Shal Tzibur to feel the pain of the of the tzibur, of a klal, and to act accordingly. And there's halachas connected to, to, to that um you cite. So, for example, it's known that if there's hunger years, that a couple is not allowed to have physical relationships during those hunger years unless they didn't have any children. Don't have any children. That's a concept of feeling the pain of the tzibur. There are many when they found out over here in America and other places what was going on to, to all the Jews in Europe during World War II, many of them took upon themselves, they did not eat meat during that kufa, some of them did not sleep with their pillows during that kufa, some even slept on the floor during with that kufa, once they became aware of what was never happening to all the Jews in Europe at that time. Just like there's an Indian to be mishtatet b'tzibur, to feel the pain of a klal, it is most certainly true of the, the, the fact that you have to feel pain when your wife is suffering or whether your husband is suffering. When they particularly are going through a difficult challenge, it's a very big mitzvah to feel their pain, like Rabbi Ari Levine used to say, when our foot hurts us, that if Khalila, your husband or your wife is ill, or either of them are suffering from some depression or are anxious, or the husband is out of work and just got laid off, things like that. You have to feel like it's mamish happening to you, and you participate in her sorrow or his sorrow, and that is true, real chesed. And that is a vital ingredient, a key, to maintain and strengthen the bond of a marriage. That's a loyalty. You never blame your spouse. You never blame them. For example, let's say they got into a car accident. Let's, but hopefully it's not a serious one. Let's say it was just even a fender bender that caused your bumper to fall off and has to be totally replaced. And that's an, there you go, 800 bucks so right over there. Caused damage to the car. Don't say, see what you caused with your stupidity. Or you should have been more careful. Or when will you learn your lesson? Or when will you know how to drive? And things like that. Should not say that. They feel bad enough as it is. And by doing that, you're pouring salt on their wounds. Instead, you comfort her. Explain everything happens for, as a test from Hashem, even though we don't understand it now. And everyone makes mistakes. And we can learn from it. And you need to know that. You need to know that, that you could have easily got into that fender bender car accident. You, the husband could have had, could have happened to you just like it happened to your wife so never make those judgments never make those judgments and um, that's very very important now if you stay calm in a crisis and you use your words wisely you can take an unfortunate situation as an opportunity to strengthen your marriage so even when upsetting things happen like the example I gave with a fender bender car accident a car crash, or a loss of a job, or other mishaps that take place. Use it as opportunities to strengthen the marriage, 
to show love and affection towards your wife and towards your husband. Because what would you do with a stranger that fell into those situations and feels bad about it? You would make them try to make them feel better. If you're trying to make them feel better, a stranger that you see in shul or something happened in the street and you give someone encouragement, if you give it to a stranger, you certainly need to give it to your husband and to your wife. You need to feel her joy and feel her sorrow. And you need to take the time, quality time, no matter how busy you are, to listen to her every single day on the things that occurred that day. And the husband, the wife of the husband as well. I heard that Rav Zalman Meltzer, Zeichet Tzadik Lavracha, used to do this. He was, of course, being Isaac and Tyra all day long, teaching Tyra, never wasted time. But when he came home and he sat with his wife for tea or for supper or whatever it is, he went into detail about all the seemingly trivial matters. And he talked barichas, he talked at length. You know, in the morning I took this bus, but this bus was crowded and I got off and I went on the next stop over here and I happened to meet this Yid and he told me this and this piece of news and I said very interesting and then I took that information and used it for that and then and so on and so forth. Went on and on for many, many minutes as he was talking to wife during supper, during tea, and explaining to him, her, the seemingly trivial things. You know, this, you know, and this person did this, and I met him, and then it was raining, so I wasn't sure whether I took the umbrella, maybe I should have. You know, these seemingly trivial things. And he talked about it and talked about it and talked about it towards his wife, because that was important. And he, he was a person that weighed every single word. He weighed every single word. He wrote Svarim. Every minute was precious to him. And nevertheless, he felt that was important to talk to his wife about the occurrences of his day, no matter how trivial it may have sounded, because it was important to her. And what's important to her is important to him. And it bounds and it gives a very strong connection. And that is very important, especially for many of you that want to achieve things and want to not waste time, and want to weigh every word that they that they say. They have to be careful, and with their wife or their husband, they use their words liberally in a kind way, and in a way of interest, of sharing each other's lives with each other. And it's important to know this, by the way, because many of you, for good reason, and maybe a good thing, a lot of people, for example, in El, they try to do something called a tinus dibber, meaning they they can't fast. It's too weak. They're too weak to do that, so they don't talk anything except for Torah, which is a beautiful thing. But first of all, we'll talk about this. It could backfire. So, before you do something like that, you talk to your rebbe or your mentor, because for most people, it's not a healthy thing, and it will backfire. Same goes with Shabbos, by the way. It does say, They only speak about things about Shabbos and Kaddish things. Some people are makbid only to speak Lashon Kaddish on Shabbos or only to speak Taira, never trivial matters. Nevertheless, you need Shikal Hadas. Even if you're on that level and you want to keep to that level, you make an exception to the rule when you're talking, when your wife wants to hear things from you and you want to need to talk to her, and it's Shabbos, and you're saying to yourself, what do you mean? I, oh, I'm so careful, I'm only talking in Torah, I'm only talking in Yerushalayim, I don't talk trivial things. No, 
You talk to your wife freely about even things that seem trivial. Now, I'm not talking about things that you're not allowed to talk about Shabbos, like business stuff and things like that, or, you know, that's a separate halacha. You're supposed to speak about in Yonim that you're allowed to speak about on Shabbos. But the things that you're allowed to speak on Shabbos, and um, so even if it may seem trivial, not technically Tyra, you nevertheless take the time and you do that, and don't worry about your weighing your words when it comes to shalom bias, and that applies also with children. Sometimes you have a son or a daughter that really needs to talk, and you really need to listen to them, and you need to talk back with them. Don't become from in those areas. Don't say now, you know, I'm at Shabbos, or even Yom Kippur, and I'm only talking uh, Tyro, I'm not saying anything because it's such a holy day. No. If your wife or, or your husband or your son or your daughter need to talk, and they need, we realize that that would deepen the relationship, even if it's a trivial matter, seemingly trivial matters, you talk with them. I know it's brought down also the Lababa Cherebbe every single day. He used to spend time with his wife a short period of time because he was very busy. They had tea together and whatever they did, but he, she, and there was a highlight of her day. And that's very important. It's very important for people that are very busy, whether busy businessmen or Chashava Rosh Hashivas or Paiskim or, or people that are Isaac in Tzarchet Tzibur, that they help everyone else. And they spend so much time in their Mois and Nefesh for, for the Tzibur, for the Klal. That is a beautiful thing. But you must know you cannot you neglect your own wife or husband. You cannot neglect your children. So that, for example, you're dealing with trying to help somebody else's shalom bias or someone else's financial situation. Tremendous chasadim you're doing, that's beautiful. But not at the expense of your family. Your family comes first in chesed. It's brought down in halacha. Look at the Sefer Havas chesed in the Chavetz Chaim. He talks about it there. And very often, when you, you, you realize it's your wife that needs your chesed now. It's your husband that needs your chesed now. It's your own son and daughter that needs your chesed now. That is the chesed. That is the project. That is what you're supposed to do. And you do that. So remember that. The Indian of being mishtatif with the tzibur as a klal in klal Yisrael certainly applies by being mishtatif with the tsar of your own husband and your own wife. That's not selfish, by the way. People think it's selfish. Oh, it's my own family and I'm dealing with my own family. That's selfish. It's not selfish. Taking care of your wife, taking care of your husband, taking care of your children is the opposite of selfishness, even though it's your own mishpacha. Don't look at it that way, that it's selfishness. It is selfless. It is the right thing to do. Have a wonderful day.